Podcast Answer Man, episode number 297. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hi, this is Leo Laporte of This Week in Tech, and you're listening, (laughs) you're smart, to Cliff Ravenscraft. He is the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast about podcasting, helping you take your show to the next level. That's right, my friends. It doesn't matter if you're a brand new podcaster. If you have been podcasting for many years, there's something that we can all do, even if you haven't recorded that first episode, something we can all do to take our show to the next level. That's right, my friends, and not only our shows. If you have been listening to Podcast Answer Man for any length of time, you know that this isn't just about taking our show to the next level, but everything that we do in life to the next level. And in fact, one of the things that I hope to be taking to the next level very soon here in 2013 is my podcasting A to Z online training course. That's right, my friends. I have some things set up in the future to kind of... Uh, Uh, Take the uh, training tutorials that are there to do some updates this year on some of those and also to add lots of new training tutorials that I'll be creating here through 2013 and also maybe taking a little bit of everything that I've learned over the years of putting out uh, up to five podcasts, actually sometimes six podcasting A to Z sessions in a year, helping about on average 150 new people launch a podcast every year through podcasting A to Z. It has been amazing and I absolutely love doing it, but I am looking at taking things to a whole new level here in 2013. Now, with that being said, I do have a podcasting A to Z course that is coming up on Monday, March 4th. It'll be my final podcasting A to Z course that you can get at the current price that it is today. So if you have not yet signed up for podcasting A to Z, you have been thinking about signing up for podcasting A to Z, I highly encourage you to go to podcastingatoz.com. Use promo code PAM, P-A-M for Podcast Answer Man. Use promo code PAM in the shopping cart. You'll get $100 off the existing lower price. This will be the final opportunity for you to do that. Again, uh, I would love to have at least 20 students signed up. I've got five people who are signed up as of right now. I've received a lot of emails of people who have said that they intend to sign up. And of course, I have a little bit more email marketing to do to my list. And I'm going to reach out to my podcasting A to Z affiliates, those who are my prior students who have taken the class who are going to also promote it. So it will be limited to no more than 20 students unless I feel like my my four weeks can allow for an additional 10. So, But anyway, if you want to sign up, please do so. In fact, here is Dane Sanders. You guys have maybe heard me talk about him, uh, his FastTrackCreative.com website, and he actually has the Converge podcast. I played his uh, opening for his first episode a couple weeks back, gave him my personal plug of the week, and here's what Dane had to say about his experience with podcasting A to Z. Hi there, I'm Dane Sanders from FastTrackCreative.com. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm a teacher, I'm an author, and I'm a photographer. 
And now, thanks to the brilliance of my broadcasting mentor, Cliff Ravenscraft, I am a podcaster. The truth is, the resources that Cliff has created at podcastanswerman.com, and in particular, his A to Z course for podcasters, is what I think the gold standard for anyone interested in creating a professional-grade audio broadcast. There are, of course, lots of free resources on the internet that cover various aspects of podcasting, and in fact, Cliff shares many of them for free on his site. But if you want to skip the trial and error process and simply learn and acquire the best practices, the best gear, and how to make it all work together, and get access to some of the best premium resources on the planet, not to mention the tireless answers, and I got to tell you guys, working with me, I really mean it. The tireless answers, the coaching, the encouragement from Cliff himself. Don't waste any more time. Seriously. Jump on the next A to Z course with the Podcast Answer Man, and I guarantee you'll be blown away by what you get. One final note on Cliff. Beyond offering the best content available, I found him to be a character-driven guy. Ask anyone who knows him. They'll say the same thing. His yes means yes. His no means no. He delivers on his promises. In fact, he exceeds his commitments, not as an exception, but as a habit. I believe PodcastAnswerMan.com Cliff Ravenscraft and his podcasting A to Z course are the best resources available to catalyze your podcasting efforts. Highly recommended. Wow. Dane, thank you so very much for that very enthusiastic and very encouraging testimonial for the A to Z course. It's been a pleasure to work with you and look forward to continuing on to follow your journey with the Converge podcast. Again, my friends, if you haven't done so, head over to FastTrackCreative.com check out Dane Sanders and his Converge podcast. Anyway, I do want to move forward here and let you know what we're covering in this episode. Uh, Today, I'm excited to bring back my my good friend, your good friend as well, our social media correspondent, Eric J. Fisher, is standing by. He and I are going to talk about for 34 minutes in this episode about Twitter. But not just Twitter, but the greatest thing that has happened in social media since Twitter was first announced And that, my friends, is Twitter Archive. That's right. More on that in a little bit. Before I do that, I want to share with you a couple of other things here. By the way, not going to be heavily intense uh, on answering a lot of questions this week. Hopefully, I'll get maybe get back into that next week. But I do have a couple other topics that I just want to bring up before we get into this very exciting conversation about the Twitter Archive, which, yes, I am very excited about the Twitter Archive. And if you haven't heard about it yet, you will today. And I hope that it excites you as much as it does me, especially if you were one of the early adopters to Twitter. Anyway, let's get into the other things I wanted to share real quick. I want to give you a calendar update. I am going to be speaking in San Diego, California on April 7th, 8th and 9th uh, for the Social Media Marketing World Conference. If you want to sign up, just go to podcastanswerman.com. Look for the C-Cliff Live uh, image there for the for the conference and you can click through and sign up there. There'll, I'll, there'll be a reminder of that at the very end of this episode. But I also want to tell you, and I spend just a moment w- uh, with you and talk to you about my decision to go to the SCORE conference. That's S-C-O-R-R-E conference. I, I think I may have mentioned this briefly in my last episode that I came back with so impressed with the platform conference and I still hold to this this wasn't just an initial excitement this the platform conference what has been 
the single best conference I've ever attended in my life. I was so impressed with it, so impressed with the the level of of the speakers and the not just the level of the speakers, but the 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 level of the quality of the venue, the food, the the warm and welcoming feel, the connections that were being made and and just so much more. There, there was so much more, and, and I don't have time to go through that. But here's one thing I did say, and that is that I, I felt more confirmed in my calling to take my part, my public speaking to a whole new level. In fact, one of the things that I did on LinkedIn earlier this week is I actually updated my profile on LinkedIn, uh, and you'll see that it now says, you know, Cliff Ravenscraft, podcast producer, consultant, coach, and public speaker. I also added public speaker to my bio on my Twitter profile as well. And over time, I'll, I'll start getting that out there because I do want to be known more as a public speaker. I'm looking, to, I, I feel like that's something that I want to get more and more involved in, even though I don't even understand how it all fits into the big picture, but I just have this sense that it does. And it could very much mean, it, and, and I'm see, sensing and having some conversations behind the scenes with some friends or at least some initial conversations about the first ever podcast conference that I personally might actually produce. Uh, and, and I say might actually, I, it's just more of a question of when and where as whether, you know, as instead of what, you know, if it's, it's definitely going to happen. So I want to actually take my own speaking to the next level. I, I get, I'm really good at getting behind a microphone and saying anything off the top of the hat. That's not a problem at all. But I really want to get better at saying, you know what, I've got this time frame and this is exactly the message I want to share. And I want to make sure that I convey this, this, and this in that message. And I actually want to get a, a, a good um, grip on exactly how do I put that presentation together? What are the best ways to communicate images uh, or those those key points with the right images? But not only that, but how can I actually memorize what I'm going to say or not memorize word for word, but how can I actually do better at queuing off what I'm going to say, when I'm going to say it and timing it out? And more, the most important thing for me is body language. How can I communicate better with my body? I'm used to being hidden behind a microphone where nobody sees me. Well, except for the the totally awesome people who actually come on Thursday mornings and watch me record this live. Hello to you guys. But outside of that, when it comes to standing on a stage, I want to actually really be trained in stage presence. How do I actually stand on stage and 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 not allow my body language to maybe even distract from what I'm speaking with my words. So those are the things that I want to do. I want to take that to the whole next level. And I mentioned to you that, you know, I was so impressed with the platform conference that um, Ken Davis and Michael Hyatt put together that I knew that they had the SCORE conference. And by the way, you can go to scoreconference.tv. Again, that's scoreconference.tv. And that's S-C-O-R-R-E. And by the way, if you want to sign up for this, you can use promo code CLIFF, C-L-I-F-F, and it'll get you $100 off. And you can come to Orlando and and attend this conference with me in May. Uh, The conference is actually May 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th in Orlando, Florida. Now, I was chatting with the folks in the chat room before I started and they're like, are you going to be speaking at the the SCORE conference? 
And actually, the core, SCORE conference isn't necessarily a conference where somebody gets up and does a lot of uh, you know, presentations like we did at the platform conference or even at New Media Expo where you have a lot of presentations, but it's more of a training session. In fact, it says here, SCORE is the only training of its kind to go deeper than just overcoming fear and worn-out delivery techniques. With our unique proven SCORE system, we drill down to the foundation of your speaking, your praise, your presentation. You will learn to prepare powerfully focused, crystal-clear talks and then deliver them with confidence and power. And um, absolutely, this is what I want. I actually, it says here, I'm just going to read to you from the site. It says, benefits, become a focused, effective, and confident communicator. Discover how to find and effectively use powerful illustrations. Learn from professionals who have built their careers based on the principles of SCORE. Inspire your audience to action. Maximize your prep, your prep time. Network and collaborate with other professionals. And then it says personal attention. You will prepare and deliver one speech each day of the conference. This will be followed by one-on-one assistance and coaching from our expert trainings trainers. The process will be videotaped, allowing you to also personally evaluate your work. The improvement will be obvious. And here's what you will learn. Score, a preparation technique designed for you to hit a home run every time. The secrets of effective eye contact and meaningful gestures. That right there, one of the things that I noticed when I was at the platform conference is I noticed that I made a ton, I mean a ton of eye contact with Michael Hyatt. And I made a little bit of eye contact with a couple other people. But that's one of the things I want to do. I want to even learn how to be to learn the secrets of even more effective eye contact and meaningful gestures. You know, what do I do with my hands? Do I just leave them in my pocket? If my hands are out of my pocket, where where do I put them? You know, do I you know, sometimes I notice I sway back and forth too much. Um, I want to learn a little bit more about that. I want to improve those areas of what I do. Discover, this is also what you will learn. Discover how to teach from the scriptures in a way that your audience will understand and be inspired to respond. I don't think that I really need a lot of help there, but um, I'm certainly glad that that's a part of it. Um, and and by the way, if that, that turns you off, don't let it turn you off. Even if you're not Christian, I still know that if you're thinking about and taking your public speaking to a whole new level, I don't think that you'd be too turned off. If you listen to Podcast Answer Man, there's no question I'm a Christian, right? I mean, I talk about my faith from time to time. So if you are listening to my voice, I can guarantee you that, that you won't be any more offended by uh, them talking about biblical principles than you hear me talk about it on Podcast Answer Man. So it, it, it's a very safe environment, I'm sure. But I, I'm glad that they have that focus personally because I am a Christian and I like that kind of stuff. So anyway, also continuing from what you will learn, take your writing to the next level by understanding how to effectively integrate score within the uniqueness of the writing process. You know, honestly, I don't know how much I will... Um, use the score system, like the actual technique of, you know, it's specifically you're going to do this, 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 and this. But then again, I may get there and really find that I gel with it. But more than anything, I'm going for the, you know, the the stage presence and delivery and a little bit more on the prep side and and certainly some tips on putting together an effective thing. So I'm certain that the score method while it may not be used 100% in everything that I do, but I'm sure that 
I'm going to benefit greatly from it. And then the last thing they say here, prepare effective presentations for every possible situation from the elevator to the boardroom to, uh, to the convention keynote address. My friends, this is the conference for me. This is where I'm taking my public speaking to the next level. Again, scoreconference.tv. If you sign up, use promo code CLIFF, C-L-I-F-F, and you'll get $100 off of your registration. And you'll be attending that conference with me. I will be there as a fellow attendee and trainee in the space of learning how to uh, become a more effective public speaker. Also, next thing I want to just say real quickly is the One Pixel Out player is back. That's right, baby. It is back. And, um, you know, if I would have thought about it, I would have had this song queued up. And because I have the powerful control of the pause button, I'm able to do this. Welcome back to that same old place. That That's right. Like. Welcome back, One Pixel Out player. The WordPress, uh, the the WordPress plugin of choice for my audio player is the One Pixel Out player. I am very happy to have contributed uh, a donation to the developer, and I know that a couple other people followed suit with me. And the developer of One Pixel Out did make the security update that was necessary for them to be added back into WordPress, and also the Blueberry PowerPress. Uh, developer team have reactivated the one pixel out player. So I'm very glad to have them back. Um, also, let's see here. I've got another four minutes. I will tell you about um, Posterous. Posterous is shutting down. And um, this comes from Mashable. Mashable. It says, rest in peace, Posterous. It says, uh, Posterous, the blogging platform acquired by Twitter earlier last year, announced Friday that it will be shutting down its services in April. Uh, On April 30th, they say, we will turn turn off Posterous.com and our mobile apps in order to focus 100% of our efforts on Twitter. Posterous founder and CEO so-and-so, he says, this means that as of April 30th, Posterous, Posterous spaces will no longer be available to view or to edit. This, my friends, is exactly why I suggest that you shouldn't be using these free services out there to host your home on the web. Blogger, Posterous, Tumblr, all of these places are susceptible to this. And so one of the things that I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to go into my learn how to podcast a tutorial in the final video. I think it's video number seven, actually, where I actually show somebody how they can create a podcast for free, even using a service like Posterous. And now I'm actually going to have to go in and change that and say, well, you know, you know, scratch that. I did an entire tutorial on how to do it on Posterous. Here's how you do it on Blogger. Uh, and and then I'm pro- probably just going to say, you know what, and this is probably why you should just go ahead and go to the next step. Take it to the next level. Go ahead and get your own self-hosted WordPress install and, and stuff like that. All right, my friends, it is now time for another social media segment with my great friend and social media correspondent for PodcastAnswerMan.com, Eric J. Fisher. Eric, I am so excited about today's topic. I'm very excited. We've we've had some fun pre-talk here, and uh, we're going to talk about the new Twitter archive. Twitter archive. This is the greatest thing to happen since they first released Twitter. 
they've released our tweets. They've freed. They've let our tweets go. Free the tweets. It's all undisclosed. Um, what what do they have that we remember? Um, isn't there like Freedom of Information Act or something like that where they go in and they what do they call that when they make a document available? WikiLeaks? No. <laughs> okay, that's one of them. <laughs> this is Wiki tweets. This is Wiki tweets. Uh, no, um, they, they declassify. There you go. Our tweets have been declassified. Yes. There we go. Hey, I am so so. Tell me, when did this come about? What what is Twitter Archive? Uh, so people know. Okay. Well, they've been promising this for a while now. People were expecting to start seeing it show up in December. I saw mine show up about two weeks ago or saw somebody else who had been checking it over and over. And ultimately what it is, is it allows you to go into your Twitter account on twitter.com and you go to the upper right where your little head is. It's the... uh, Your little head? Yeah, it's your little head. (laughs) And uh, the gear, sorry. And you go down to settings and what that does is it brings up your settings for your account and you go you probably it's already set on the account tab mm-hmm. and you scroll all the way down and you set you see where it says your twitter archive and you can have them send an email to your your account that will then allow you to download a zipped file of all your tweets all of your tweets all of them this is awesome so basically i did exactly that i went to the little settings tab and i went to the account and i scrolled down and went to your tweet archive and had it send me the email it only took a few minutes and i clicked on the email it took me back to twitter and then i was able to download uh, a zip file just like you said now i have a mac so i just double clicked the zip file and it opened up the folder that was compressed inside and inside the folder are a bunch of other folders, CSS, data folder, an image folder, a JS folder, a LIB folder, a readme.txt file, tweets.csv. So basically all your tweets are in a comma separated value file format. But then they also give you the index.html file. So you, all you have to do really is once you've unarchived the uh, tweets folder, you just go inside of it and click, double click on index.html and it should open up your browser. Mm-hmm. And they have a wonderful, I mean, a beautiful looking uh, layout on how to visually go through your years of tweets. Yeah. It and is, it's even graphed out on the right with the years and you can see how your, your frequency of tweets in like bar graph for each month of each year as you go through. You can and and it and it's uh, it took just a few minutes for me to figure out what I was doing. You know that you know it doesn't actually say January, February, March, April, but you can get the feel of once what you it hover is. over. It oh, does. Yeah, okay, you're right. It does once you hover over. Oh wow! So the first month I ever tweeted, uh, I started my first tweet. By the way, is February 21st. So I was almost finished with the month. 130 tweets in January, uh, but let's just go with my first full month of tweeting. March 2007, 274 tweets. And then in uh, April 2007, 433 tweets. Now, I want to compare. That was in 2007. If I compare that to um, my other times, you know what? I'm looking, and if I just hover over, I see that I average right around 300, 200 to 300 tweets per month is what I average. 200 to 300 tweets per month. What are you averaging, just if you glance at it? Oh my gosh, mine, in the last three years, I've had much heavier activity, and they average about seven or 800. 
Really? A month. That's why I've been tempted but, to unfollow you at times. But some are lower. Hey. <laughs> but some are lower. Well, go. To, what's your highest? Go. Where's your highest bar graph? And see, tell me what month you've been the most active. Uh, let's see here. The, the, it would be a tie between January 2011. I had 444 tweets. And actually, two, it was actually September 2007. I had 467 tweets, which, by the way, September 2007, guess what that was? That's when I announced that I was leaving my career in insurance. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. My my largest month was September of 2012, pretty recent, and it was 12,014 tweets. My gosh. Is that when you were trying to win the iPad? Oh, no. That was back in 07. Oh, okay. So that was actually before. No, that was 2010. Sorry. So, yeah, that was May 2010 was 11,000. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is say not as I do. You know, Eric, this this actually is a lot of fun. And, and to be honest with you, I down you sent me the email for this. And then I, you know, went in and I downloaded my tweets. And um, the other day, I think it was yesterday, I looked at it for maybe two and a half minutes I looked at my first tweet and then I kind of got a feel for how it was all going to work out. And I really haven't hadn't had a chance to look at it since then until just before we hit the record button here. Um, I, I started playing around. I said, wouldn't it be great if we went and pulled out some of the stuff from our archives and shared some <laughs> of that? So I've got some of mine laid out. Do you have some of yours pulled aside? I do. All right. So who do you do you want to go back and forth? Let's go. All right. So I'm going to start off. I, I'm going to share my first ever tweet. And you're going to share why you can actually not share your first ever tweet in just a minute. My first tweet ever was on February 21st, 2007. And here is exactly what I said. Days like today. Oh, wait. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm wrong. February 19th, 2007 was my first tweet. And I wrote signing up for Twitter real quick. That was it. Exciting stuff. That was my first yeah. tweet ever. Signing up for Twitter real quick. All right. What what do you want to share? Uh, I found one. And what's cool is every single one of these, by the way, as you go through this HTML, is you can click view on Twitter and it will take you literally to the tweet. No way. I didn't know that. Web. Yes. So what I just did was I actually clicked that and it took me to that and then I hit buffer because I am going to tweet something that I didn't I tweeted back in 2008 which is which is so appropriate now for my my podcast that I do now I'm going to tweet is multitasking a code word for doing nothing but looking busy while doing it <laughs> <laughs> Oh that is great I am you know what I'm looking to see if I can find Oh here's the one so I'm going to hit view on Twitter and you're absolutely it is there yeah oh this is great what's so, also cool is if anybody retweeted you or any interaction or responses they will show up now oh dude that's awesome i'm so excited about this i really am as if you can't tell by the passion in my voice anyway so i'm gonna re i've got a couple mundane ones here uh that i'll, I'll share with you but i do have one that's really exciting uh but this one's you know just here this is just an average tweet this was on february 20th uh, so this is, I guess, the day after I had signed up for my account. Woke up around 6.15 a.m. and now preparing for my Crazy Life Daily Podcast. Wow. Do you remember when I started doing my Crazy Life on a daily? I was going to do it every, do. every Monday through Friday. 
Wow. I remember that. I, yeah. Some of the ones that, here's one I found. Wait, be- uh, before you do that, oh. I just want to say, the, the, just reading that tweet, do you know what that, that does? I'm literally taken back in time. And, and, and if you guys can imagine, I am not podcasting as a career. I am podcasting as a hobby still. I, I'm just in love with sharing my life online. The wall that stands behind me does not exist because, because I built a wall in our family room downstairs oh, yeah. to separate to make this office. So the wall that is right behind my chair does not exist. If I close my eyes and I think about the day that I tweeted this, this, this wall doesn't exist and my my setup was a little tiny cheap staples desk in the corner with a mixer and a big CRT monitor on it and another monitor on the on the ledge of my of of the wall here in my lower level of my house and it was just this little corner that i had a little carved out corner in my in my room and i remember recording those episodes i remember waking up at like 5am so that i could record them and get it published and produced before i went to work that day Man, just just reading those words. I remember that. I remember Oh, it. my gosh. That is awesome. Go ahead. I found one that says, uh, just back from a 23-mile bike ride, what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Top that. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 Eric, if you were to read that today, so what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I probably wrote about... How many miles did I ride this morning? I don't know. I didn't look. I went for a time limit. But did anyway, you, did you go for a ride this morning? I do. I, I am actually. I'm very being very consistent with that these days. Well, congratulations. Every morning for about 20 minutes, I'll ride pretty hard. That's awesome. So, dude. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> okay, here's <laughs> here's here's the tweet that follows that up. Yesterday's 23 mile bike ride is wearing me out today. I felt fine yesterday. Is it okay to call into work bike? Like instead of sick, yeah, call in bike. Yes. Anyways, see, you can tell. I mean, I'm looking back on mine a lot of the time when I first got started on Twitter, which again we didn't say this is my second Twitter account because I got paranoid for a little while there of people seeing what I was saying, and so I think that probably infected or influenced, I should say, although it might have been a sickness, uh, trying to just do that you know comedy thing that you you know write really good one liners on here. So that was what I was trying to do a lot right at the beginning. And I, I kind of miss that to be honest. Yeah. So, well, um, here's my, I make me laugh. <laughs> you make me laugh too. Eric. I crack me up as you said. <laughs> yes. February 20th. This is another tweet. So I have a lot of them here from the toy. Obviously I've not gone too far out of my, uh, first month of, of, of tweets. I, I I look forward to actually going through a lot of this just on weekends and stuff. I, just, I think it'd be fun. But anyway, here's one. Back from lunch. Got bored glancing at cangooglehearme.com. Back to work now. So basically, I, I remember this day. And I, I just, by the way, if I go to cangooglehearme.com, uh, it's still there. Cangooglehearme.com, a spontaneous adventure for Google's attention. Let me click this video and see if it still pulls up. I don't think it does. No, because it was a Google video. Remember Google video? I didn't till you just said it. <laughs> I do now. Oh, then, man. And then they bought YouTube. Yes, they did. But there anyway, was this was a guy, I think, who was trying to get a job at Google. And yeah. and he put his adventure of, <coughs> excuse me, of trying to get their attention. 
And uh, let's see if chapter three on here. See, if, did he ever get the job? I don't remember. Uh, first post of chapter three. Anyway, I'm, if you guys want to, you can still go there. Go to cangoogleherme.com. I remember just checking it out one day while I was bored at the office and and uh, found it pretty interesting. At least interesting enough to share with others. Gosh. And then I had to get back to work. Listen to this one. All right. Chrome. It's, the, it's about Chrome browser. Chrome, because it must have just come out. Chrome, it's like Nader, but for browsers. It's not there to win so much as steal votes from both sides. Episode <laughs> number 13. That is awesome. <coughs> of course, Chrome is the only browser I use today unless I need to I know. Look, unless I need to look at a, an RSS feed, then I have to go over to Firefox. Google Chrome is made of Yahoo's tears. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, so February 20th again. Uh, check this one out. This will bring back memories to you as well, Eric. Recording Net Junk, Net Junk Tech Podcast live right now. Oh, Net Junk. Yes. RIP Net Junk. Well, hold on. Check this out. Re- and then after that, released episode 13 of Net Junk Podcast talked about Twitter and email addiction. Now, get this. Oh, dude, this would be awesome to listen to. Yeah. Dude, hold on. Let's let's pull this up for a second. Hold Net on. Net Junk Podcast. Episode number 13. Yes, I was cheesy. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to yet another episode of Net Junk. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Robert Johnson. Robert, so I excited like your new headset <laughs> microphone, my friend. Does it sound better? Wait till you hear the local recording of this. Really? You sound like you're in the studio right across from me. In well, fact, I, got... I almost feel as if I'm looking straight at you. <laughs> you are. Oh, wait. Yeah, I am. <laughs> First of all, Net Junk was the worst show on the face of this earth. <laughs> Robert totally had no passion for like like el- like getting excited about what we were talking. It, it, it just for him, it was just a casual you know, conversation via Skype. You know, you know how you and I, Eric, when we're talking, when we're actually hit record and we're recording the social media segment, we talk different than when we're just like chatting with each other. Oh, yeah. So, so for example, you said, oh, yeah. But if we were just chatting, you'd say, yeah, you're right. Yep. You know, yep. <laughs> but, but, but Rob, as a co-host, he was always like, what just, dude, what are you doing over there? I mean, cause he, he couldn't get it. Of course, he, he couldn't. He didn't turn on his broadcast voice. He didn't turn on his broadcast voice. Of course, I, I listen back to my broadcast voice now from back then and how horrible it was. I was like so overdoing it. And and now I understand why he thought it was so weird. But he didn't get, he wasn't getting the whole, you know, people aren't going to listen to this, Cliff. And he thought I was a little bit crazy, especially when, you know, it, you know when I said, I, I think I might leave my career. I might do this, but I want to see if, if you don't mind, I just want to see if I can find where we talked about Twitter real quick. Yeah, and go for it. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to pause the recording so you and I can find it and just see what, what we said back then. Eric, I, okay, so I we found it here. I hope you don't mind if I play just a little bit of this because this is gold from the archives. I had never, this is the first time in a podcast I ever spoke of Twitter. Are you ready for this? Go. All right, here we go. Addicted. I am addicted to Twitter. I know. <laughs> I noticed. It I is. I have you set up in my chat client, and 
you're bombarding my chat client with it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, for people who didn't listen last week, and for folks who don't um, don't listen to Net at Night with Leo, then you may not be aware of what Twitter is. Rob, can you put a link to Twitter in our chat room for them? Sure. Okay. In fact, you can even do a link to your direct Twitter if you want. And matter of fact, I'll do mine. It is twitter.com, T-W-I-T-T-E-R.com forward slash Cliff E-O-T-C. And so you guys in the chat room, you can Was go it? ahead and right click and copy yeah. that. And then you paste that into it. your browser I did. and you will see our Twitter account. And you can check out anything we've done what we've been up to basically twitter is a service where it asks you one question and one question only what are you doing right now what are you doing and that's the only question that ever asked and you have 140 characters to answer up to 140 characters to answer that question at any given moment in the day that you choose to do so as often as you choose to do so on multiple devices as well not just you don't have to be in front of your computer you can set up your uh, cell phone, you can send messages to a, to a number, SMS messages, and update it. And you can also receive messages to your cell phone. And those messages would be perhaps, uh, let's say I have Rob set up as my friend, and I'm following the things that he's doing, and I've requested that Twitter send me an update anytime Rob posts, posts something new that he's doing. And so anytime that that happens then uh, I get a new thing. In fact, I just got a thing here. It says Draft13, which would be Robert. That's his uh, username. It says he's recording NetJunk. Did you just post that? I did. And I just got it. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Whoa. We were bleeding edge technology, oh my, my gosh. friend. Gosh, yeah. Oh, That's well, just... Wow. Bleeding edge technology. You know what? I forgot. I had no idea that my first Twitter name was actually twitter.com slash Cliff EOTC. I had no idea. Of course, you, with Twitter, you can change your username and not actually lose anything. So uh, <coughs> I don't know when I changed my Twitter ID to GSPN, but but um, yeah. So anyway, that's interesting. And, and the funny thing is, is Rob's not draft 13 anymore. He's a... Uh, Azimuth, which is A-S-I-M-U-T-H. Yep. But uh, yeah, so that was our first reaction. And you know what? That, that reminds me that that was before smartphones. And I remember that a majority of my use of Twitter at the time was used via SMS mm-hmm. on, I think, like a, a, a flip phone with the weird keyboard and everything. Yeah. yeah, and I was doing I. You know what? I know why I didn't tweet a lot at first was because I did not have a, a. I didn't do texting, and I didn't have a smartphone. So yeah, so there, I only could do it at a desktop. Yeah, so th- that was that was the beginning of Twitter, and and that was Net Junk, my friends. Which, by the way, is one of the very few shows that I ever did that does not have a public archive that you can go back and listen to. <laughs> <laughs> the only now let me tell you the only reason we were able to listen to that was because Twitter I actually on February 20th 2007 I put a direct link to that mp3 file but uh, that show was so terrible <laughs> it, it has been completely taken off uh, offline uh, that was that's fun that dude that's a blast from the past isn't it yeah yeah so I mean 
So ultimately, you can tell by listening to this, we're having fun just going through and reminiscing. But also, some of this stuff is hilarious to not just for what we thought about stuff that that far back. I mean, it's like it's almost like flipping through a photo album of your tweets. Yes. And reminiscing. Indeed. But some of the things you could do is like I just did. I mean, I actually found some really cool stuff that I tweeted that was original content. Like it's not linking to anywhere and it's just something I wrote. And I buffered it for it to tweet out again at some point in the future. Yeah. So that, I, you know, and, and I can see myself going through and say, wow, I remember when I originally said this, what was going through my mind. And, and uh, you know, this would be good for... You know, if you were writing a book and you wanted to see what your tweets were during a certain period of your life. Yeah. Well, we're actually really leaving out a major component to this, which is up above where the years are and the the bar graph of that. There is a search. (gasps) I didn't see that. By hashtag, by username, by keyword. And then all the tweets that have those will come up. Oh, my goodness. Eric, that is amazing. I'm going to type in something. I'm going, to... I know. I'm going to type in what I was looking for, which is social media serenity, because I wanted to find the first tweet that we said, hey, it's out. I just typed in the word quit in here. Uh, let's see here. I'm wondering if I can find anything. July 17th of 2009. Social media serenity podcast episode one is now online. When was that? July 17th, 2009. That is awesome. Wow. That is awesome. Oh, here it is. Here it is. September 29th, a GSPN post. Cliff's blog, I quit my job, exclamation mark. Here's the link. How about that, man? You know, you could even, I mean, I assume that that link probably still works, right? I'm going to look at it right now. Yeah, I, let's, let's find out. Uh, no, it actually takes me to... Uh, it takes me to a, a bad URL. However, I can well, type in I quit my job in my site and probably find that um, that post. Actually, it's not there. So I wonder if it's actually over at uh, ravenscraft.org. So that's probably where it's at. Ravenscraft.org. Search I quit my job. And... Nope. That that post somehow didn't make it. Yeah. It, unfortunately, I'm sure I could find it somewhere. Well, those people that are searching back in your archives of tweets, which again, that's actually something you can't do. Only you can only go so far back. Time it's either a time delay, like it's only the last few, you know, week or two that you can go back if you tried search-wise right now. But by downloading the archive you yourself can go back through you yourself, your own tweets. Like I couldn't look through any of yours that you're looking through right now and you couldn't and and vice versa, but you yourself can look through your old ones. Right. This is, this is awesome stuff here. I I do have one more that I want to share and this is fun. This is on February 21st. So this was only a few, you know, two days into having my own Twitter account. And, uh, I, I wrote this Days like today really help me to better understand why Solomon would write what he did in Ecclesiastes 2.17. And, he, and of course, then I, I put a, like a little link to that verse in Bible Gateway. And it says this, So I hated life. 
because the work that is done under the sun is was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. <laughs> that's how I felt about my day job, my friends. And that's why several months later, I was happy to tweet a link to my blog post where I said, I quit my job. It's good to take a look back it and is. see how far you've come. This, I, I'm telling you, I think this is probably in social media. I can honestly say in social media, this is the most exciting thing that I've seen introduced since I was first introduced to Twitter. I, I, I can honestly say that. Yeah. That this is awesome. I am looking forward to spending more time going through this archive when I have time. I, I think I think it will be fun to for just imagine this pursuing a balanced life my show that I have that's just me talking about anything I could literally do entire episodes of podcasts talking about you know archived tweets and well you can type in the search PABL and see all the tweets you tagged with that yeah that's true absolutely so so Twitter archive again my friends uh, this is awesome stuff now Eric was there anything else you wanted to share related to this uh, was there another way that you could view this content that you told oh, me about? Yeah, I completely forgot. I, I installed an app for iOS and it's universal called uh, Tweet Library. And what it will do is it will actually open up this. Uh, it'll, if you throw the zip, it gives you the instructions to do so. And it instructs you to throw the, the zip file that you download from Twitter into a Dropbox folder and then through the app it goes to that folder and then your entire archive is then searchable and taggable and indexable and all that kind of stuff in the the phone and your iPad and so that might actually you might actually have more fun uh, doing that if you I mean the app is five bucks but I actually had bought it a long time ago so no sweat there but it, well, what did it do before I mean before they made this available it only could go so far back it could only look at your last 3200 tweets okay gotcha so, but now so it, it, it gives that's you almost a year but now it gives you the instructions on how to import your archive excellent and then you have access to all your tweets that you've ever tweeted ever i like that and and then now moving forward will it continue to like will i need to open it every now and then and it'll keep downloading those um have you looked into that i don't that was my question here was because when i look at my archive that i i literally refreshed i downloaded a fresh copy this morning before we started this and my last tweet in the archive is february 14th but on as we're recording this it's the 21st which is seven days out from that and so what i'm wondering is if there is a if the archive itself updates um like if i were to come back and re-download the archive again in a week if it would then include everything i tweeted this last week or uh, yeah i don't i don't know how this works actually I'm I, I would hope that tweet so, library would just go in and tweet, yeah they would get all the information since the last tweet it had oh yeah well i mean tweet library is going to have access to the archive as well as the all the currently searchable tweets right now, and i what i can't remember is how far back the, i should probably just google that 
So what's this? It says here, set up your account with Tweet Library by signing into Twitter. Oh, okay. Uh, so it says authorize in Safari. Thanks for purchasing Tweet Library. After you sign in, Tweet Library will start downloading your most recent tweets up to about 3,200. Please be patient. This may take a while. You can start reading tweets in the timeline grid right away while you're archived. So yeah, it's actually going in and this, each time you load, it's going to try to download the most recent posts is what I'm what I'm assuming here. Yeah. But uh, and I'm getting a, on a search for how far back does t- real time Twitter search go. Um, I'm getting a conflicting report. It may have changed at some point. It's either seven days or 14 days. But either way, that accounts for that's what you would get right now if you went to Twitter.com and hit search and searched for a hashtag or keywords or, or whatever. So I assume that continually from this point forward are tweets that aren't currently Every time a new batch of tweets passes out of the currently searchable, it will move into the archive. Right. So this is this is cool. I just bought the app. It's four dollars ninety nine cents, and it is right now going in and downloading everything. And you and is is called Tweet Library. And where do you go? You just go into the accounts. Where does this go for uh, instructions on how to get your archives? Um. Or, you know what? Let me pull it open. Do I hit edit? Here. Do I hit count? Click there, mention, uh, just so that we can kind of walk people through this if they do go and get this. It, on on the sidebar, it'll it, it'll have archive, I believe. Yes, I see archive. Yep. And there'll be a little arrow there. Yeah. Okay. I and see you that. Hit that, and the it'll pop up. It'll say import a Twitter archive via Dropbox, and it'll have some text there, and you can hit continue. And once you do that, it says copy the zip file to Dropbox. Gotcha. And then you, once you do that, then you go, and I've got Wi-Fi turned off here. So okay. and I'll see, um, I'm going to try this real quick. But yeah. And, and, and I'm going to pause and I'm going to come back and just confirm that it worked. Okay. All right. Actually, I'll just do this while I'm on here. So I'm in Dropbox. The first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to just hit a new folder inside a Dropbox called Tweet Archive. All right. So and then I'm going to open that up and I'm going to find that zip file that they gave me. And it looks like I deleted that. So I'm going to pause and find that. I'll be right back. Okay, so I found that in my trash bin. So now I'm inside of my Dropbox folder and I'm putting tweets.zip inside of it. So now on the app, I've under archive on the left hand side, I'm clicking the down arrow. I'm clicking continue. It's going to ask if I can, uh, uh, Dropbox is going to ask me if I want to authorize this app. And I'm going to do so. As soon as it pulls up, I'm going to click allow. Of course, you do need to have Dropbox on your thing. Now I'm going to hit mm-hmm. continue. And it says copy the zip file. So what I'm going to do is hit continue again. And it's pulling up my folders inside of Dropbox. Um, oh, whoop, nope. Actually, I can tell you right now, it wants you to just put it in the main Dropbox folder, I guess. No. Okay. It actually create. Okay. So I'm glad we're doing oh, this. It'll, yes. It'll create its own folder. I forgot to mention that. So I'm going back to my Dropbox folder and I'm actually deleting the folder that I created. By the way, I pulled my tweets.zip back to the desktop. So actually what you do, once you've uh, once you have authorized the app inside of uh, this this app on your iPhone and you've authorized Dropbox, you go into Dropbox and go into your apps folder and then you go to tweet library and you put the tweets.zip file inside of that folder that was created. Yes. So here's here's the step by step. Install the app. All right? Then go into the app 
on the left-hand side where it says archive, click the down arrow, connect to Dropbox and authorize Dropbox. Then go to your computer to open up Dropbox, go into the apps folder, then go into tweet library folder, and that's where you're gonna put your tweets.zip file. Then you click continue, and your tweets.zips there, and now, boom, it's importing my tweet archive. Yep. That was that, it was that easy. It's that easy. Once you, I mean, and those instructions are literally spelled out for you right there as you're holding the device in your hand. Yeah. So. And of course, this is recorded, so you can always go back 30 seconds a couple different times, go back 90 seconds, and it'll walk you through it right there as well. So what's great is now you can do all of what we were just talking about in the reminiscing. Like say you're standing in a line at, you know, the doctor's office or, or you know, to, to order Chipotle. And after you're you're done, you're waiting and you just flip this open and you continue to, you know, look at some of your old tweets. Absolutely. Hey, speaking of Twitter, Eric, where can people find you online? I am online at twitter.com slash Eric with a K, the letter J, F-I-S-H-E-R. Eric, thank you so much. And of course, if people want to find me, I'm no longer at twitter.com slash Cliff EOTC. I am instead found at twitter.com slash GSPN for Generally Speaking Production Network. Eric, I can't begin to tell you how excited I am that you shared this uh, news with me about the Twitter archive. Thank you so much for this and all that you do uh, for our community. You're welcome. Thanks for uh, having me. Well, my friends, that is going to wrap it up for this episode of Podcast Answer Man, the 297th episode. Hey, I've got a couple of announcements here that I'm going to share with you before I wrap this episode up. First off, I want to just let you know, if you haven't heard about it already, I am going to be speaking at Social Media Marketing World. That's right, Social Media Marketing World. This is an event put on by Social Media Examiner's Michael Stelzner. It is going to be a phenomenal event held in San Diego, California on April 7th, 8th, and 9th. Now, I'm actually taking the entire family with me on this. So if you want, not only can you come out and hear me speak at this event, but you'll also get to meet Stephanie and our wonderful children, Well, actually, Stephanie and the kids won't be at the conference, but they will be in San Diego. And I will be hosting a GSPN Podcast Answer Man community meetup. That's right, my friends, a community meetup in San Diego. Now, I do not have the details, the date, and the time for that meetup yet, but just know this. If you're in the San Diego, California area, you want to drive to that area, you want to fly to that area, you want to attend this conference, hear me talk or you just want to come to the meetup. Either way, it's all going to happen right around the April 7th through the 9th time frame. I think we're actually coming in a day early and staying a day late. We'll work out the details and give you more on that later. But if you want to go to the conference, please sign up using the affiliate link on my website. Just go to podcastanswerman.com. On the right-hand side in the menu, see where it says See Cliff Live. And you click here for more details. That'll actually take you where you can register for the event using my affiliate code. Also, real quick, I wanted to say thank you to those of you who consider using my Bluehost hosting account affiliate link when you sign up for your hosting. And of course, um, if you want to find out all of my thoughts on podcast media hosting and website hosting, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash hosting 
for more details. You'll get not only my thoughts on that, but also my affiliate links there as well. Also, if you haven't heard so heard of it yet already, my favorite software for recording video tutorials and even using uh, the software to edit all of my live video from my cameras, I do everything in ScreenFlow. It's a $99 piece of software from that works on Apple computers. Uh, head over to podcastanswerman.com slash products. You'll see my ScreenFlow tutorial. Uh, already many people have purchased that and have told me how much it's helped them get over the hump of creativity. So go check it out. Podcastanswerman.com slash products and then look for the ScreenFlow tutorial. That's all I've got. Uh, I hope to see many of you in my March podcasting A to Z course. It's coming up here starting on Monday, March 4th. Uh, And this could be the very last time that you'll have an opportunity to get in at this price. If you want, go sign up, register today. Use promo code PAM in the shopping cart. You'll get $100 off. Hope to see you then. Podcast. Add some ads.